Yo, what is good, world? It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King, the third. And as always, I got my lovely co-hosts with the most by my side, Miss Reese PC, the one and only. What up, y'all? And we thank y'all for tuning in and turning up for another dope episode of This, That, and the Third, the lifestyle show that gives you life. Literally. Literally. Now, first and foremost, we're going to begin the show in the best fashion we know how, and that's by shouting out our sponsors, none other than Twin Media Group and Freelance Academy. But this month, we have an exclusive sponsor, none other than Absolute Athletics, also known as A-Square. What's up to all my uh, co-ed flag footballers and uh, my women's league I as well. I saw them out there. Did you check Saturday. them out? Yep, they were out there Pretty decent, man. Yep. So if y'all want to know more about the league, uh, y'all can just uh, Google Absolute Athletics or A-Square Shy on Instagram and Twitter, yep. and they'll be able to uh, plug you in and put you in tune, okay? All right, so we're going to begin by jumping into news. All right, so what's headlining news this week, baby girl? I know it's so, a lot. I yeah, know it's a lot. Yeah. A good, good lot. Stuff. Good stuff, though. Good stuff, though. I mean, good conversation pieces. Okay, okay. Let's talk about so, it. So the NFL has banned protesting. <sighs> Fuck you, NFL. I'm just going to say it now. Because we'll get to it a little bit later, but yeah, you're you're kind of bogus for banning okay, protesting. So basically, Isn't that a, a, a right. A right, right. Yeah. It's almost like it's funny because I I compare it to how they feel like we're trying to take their guns. Mm -hmm. it's the same thing. Oh, essentially, much. it's the same thing. So anyway, this new policy prohibits players from taking a knee during the national anthem. The policy uh, allows players to stay in the team locker room or similar location off the field without being penalized. Mm -hmm. If players kneel, then that person and possibly the team could face a fine. Mm. What about players in wheelchairs? <laughs> no, I'm just saying because we had to do it with no hand last week. So what if we have somebody that becomes a wheelchair person? Do they get fined? You, you know. Come on what now. about coaches in wheelchairs? You know what I'm saying. I get what you're saying, but this is my thing. Like, one, I think, now you posted this on the This, That, and the Third Facebook page with Steve Kerr's comments. And it's just a ploy to play to the fan base that supports the NFL. Would you when agree with that? When he said that, I was like, oh, that so you do know what sense. the fan base. Um, you know, they're just playing to their fan base and they're just... Uh, basically trying to use the anthem as uh, fake patriotism, um, nationalism, uh, scaring people. Um, it's idiotic, but uh, that's how the NFL has handled their business. And um, I'm proud to be in a league that understands patriotism in America is about free speech, about um, peacefully protesting. Uh, and. I think our leadership in the NBA understands that uh, when the NFL players, players were kneeling, they were kneeling to protest police brutality, to protest racial inequality. They weren't disrespecting the flag or the military. It's like they're openly admitting yeah. what the fan base it, is. It so is, is what it is. Is the football fan base racist? The football fan base is whitest. White male? Whitest. Yeah, they're very whitest. Mm -hmm. And White, I think race, that, you know, you, you, get, you get it twisted when you see who plays football. I don't get it twisted. You I might feel like, feel like, oh, this is a black sport. No. No. Because all the owners are white. All the owners are white. All the quarterbacks are white. Mm. All the coaches 
I feel like it's a oh, it's a it's a cotton field out there. Oh yeah. And the coaches are the million dollar slave, baby. The owners are the masters, and then the coaches are the you know the level mm -hmm. up. That's how I honestly. feel. I mean, it kind of just looks like that new slave shit. And this is my thing. I think Steve Kerr said it very well. If you haven't seen the clip, go to this that and the third's page on Facebook and really listen to his comments. And he's saying like, bro, it's a flag. That's and, just and, and what it is. It's a flag, a flag that's symbolic of us as Americans, which represents in its essence, diversity, freedom of speech, mm. the right to protest, mm. and everything else that comes after the preamble. Right. So what are we talking about when we're saying Trump is leading this little, you know, uh, regime that's saying, man, well, man, it's disrespectful to the troops. First of all, I heard a troop suggested to Colin Kaepernick that that's the type of protest yeah. you take. So what is it? A nigga that's never served in the military and just happens to be president Thank or you. the actual veterans that are like, no, that's the way that you don't disrespect the flag or the country or the military and still get your point across. It's Trump's agenda. But get this. So I was really irritated and I like football, but I haven't watched since the whole Kaepernick. It does nothing for me now. So I feel conflicted watching. First, let me say this before I go to my point. First, they interviewed the Bears after their practice, right? Oh. Don't say that. They interviewed the Bears and they said... Oh, so have you heard about the band? What do you think? And it was a brother, and he was like, well, you know, we did really well last year as a team. We stood and we held, we locked arms, and we, we were a team. We were going to stay unified. And then, as, no, and then he said something to the effect of this is, this is America, and we're, you know, there, there's equality. It was like. There is or there should be. So at the end of the interview, I was like, who the fuck cares what the Bears think? Ah, you bears. all haven't won anything. Bear down. Because I, you lost me when you said we did well last season. <laughs> I said, when? <laughs> Where? Yes, we had some He's good He's talking spurts. about uniformity. Oh, in terms of off the together. field conduct. I was about to say, you niggas <laughs> suck. So I was like, why y'all asking them? Yeah. So this morning I read that, and I knew this is why I always fuck with the Jets, mm. right? J-E-T-S. Today, Jets, the New Jets, York... Jets. Jets owner Christopher Johnson told Newsday that he would pay any fine handed down by the NFL allowing players to freely kneel during the Star Spangled Banner without fear of repercussions from the team. Now, that's a team I would like to play for. Hello. Excuse me. Okay. I don't know if they're in New York, technically, or New Jersey, but I would fuck with the Jets because... You got the coach support. You're behind... And I think this is, is this the coach or this is the... This is the owner. The owner, owner. Right. The owner. That's even and above the And he's actually stepping in. He's... I don't... See, I don't know if he's the owner, but he stepped in for his brother mm. who had to do something. He's an ambassador in Britain or something. Oh. But... Hello, ambassadors. So I was thinking maybe his brother had a different opinion. Nope, his brother said, I stand nice. with my brother and the team and my players. I'm with my man. And, and this is what they said, something to the same effect of what Steve Kerr said. It's not about the flag. It's about the protest mm -hmm. for pro police brutality Police brutality, and inequality. racial equal, he inequality. Said that. And he was like, so I would not ever dare to create a locker room. Um, Divided, pretty much. Yeah, and, and make people feel like they can't protest or speak up for what they believe in and i i just commend him i just think more owners should back their players but you gonna see who's who slave masters yeah you're gonna see but this is my thing you can opt out of being on the field during the anthem anyway i think they all should stay in the locker room 
and just let and first of all let's be clear i don't know the exact year but i'm just gonna throw one out there 2009 ish <laughs> the teams were never on the field to begin with dog really? they said the military started paying the nfl coin That's... to have this showcase of the national anthem the flag and all this patriotic so, bullshit probably because, because the, the numbers usually, went down yeah. and people trying said, to Man, sign this is up a sponsor. the military was a sponsor yeah. of the nfl and that then it sense. became it always makes dollars if it makes sense it makes dollars and they're just trying to get their coins up, G, because I'm pretty sure that last like, year. The numbers are probably down even lower. Yeah, mm -hmm. we trying to get recruitment. Y'all yeah. trying to get viewers and, and tickets sold. Let's make a deal. But I just say this. At the end of the day, man, I'm all for freedom of speech. Mm -hmm. I'm all for peaceful protests. Mm -hmm. I'm all for free thinking. And I think that the NFL is really showing their ass in terms of who they, whose dollar they value. So now, if you already came off a season where your ratings were probably as low as they've been since the modern era of television, mm -hmm. and you steady poking this bear that is the black buying power, because there's a lot of black people I know that watched, you know, uh, the season this past season. Will they continue going forward is the question. Yes. Yes? You think so? I think a yes. couple more people might fall off I a feel little. like they let, I feel like as many brothers as, that are in the NFL I feel like Kaepernick has no support. I think that his support doesn't get publicized. I think he has hella support, and I just don't think that he's doing necessarily everything that he can to engage that support, and I don't think that the media is trying to help him at all with giving him a platform no, on which his support can be highlighted. The media is giving him, but when you on that level, you don't, need, you don't have to wait on the media, right? right. Secondly, if all the players came together and said, we're going to support him, and even if I could see all of, I'm not going to say all because we know we can't get all, I'm going to say 60%, right? That's a good number. If 60% were to say, we ain't going to come out there on the field, right. and the field is still empty. Mm. That says something. That's supporting. That says Cap. something. Yeah. That's because they're going to fire all the brothers because y'all are nah. the football league. Hello. They are the league. I mean, it really, let's, yeah. th let's think about this. If y'all all sat down and said, play your white players. Yeah. I wouldn't watch even more. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who's going to watch Nobody's that? Nobody's watching white people play football. Y'all got to think. Yeah, but at the same time, I think, I think we made this point last season in the show. The wives matter. The wives matter. And if you get into a situation where you're kneeling, I mean, the <laughs> opt-out seems to be the safest option. If you want to participate in the protest but yeah. not get in trouble, stay your ass in the locker room. Yeah. But if you was out there like, man, fuck that shit. I don't play for the Jets and I'm still finna kneel. Well, your, no. wife, your wife might beat you when you go home. And I get Because you're get losing money every that. time every you Every time do that. you kneel. So I do get that. So I'm going to play by your rules. Mm -hmm. We all going to stay in the locker room. And that's fine. I mean, you Problem play by their rules, but, but, but the out. thing is, when you play by their rules, it still irritates them. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's still under their skin that, mm -hmm. oh, okay, so they're all going to say, so they're going to keep coming up with rules, and then yeah. y'all going to understand that this is... This is America. Yeah. Yeah. Don't catch a slip in, though. And I swear on everything, and I, I forget which program I was watching that said this, but now instead of panning the sideline and seeing, oh, this person's standing, this person's kneeling, yeah. these people are locked in arms, they're going to be like, mm, this nigga's not here. Mm, this nigga's not here. And they're just going to be like, well, I assume because you're not here, you're part of the protest.
Like they're going to still make it something. That's what I'm saying. But it's so totally your choice to either you, be out there or not. And if you have majority of your team not, not out there, there yeah. then what you going to do? Man. You're going to have a whole new pick they gonna, next nah, they draft They're going to have to shoot the crowd. They're going to have to shoot them, <laughs> ra them racist crowd. <laughs> the white folks. Them, hey, them folks. Folk. What up, folks? What up, white folks? <laughs> I won't be watching the NFL. How about that? I'm I'm so intrigued and I want so much content for the show. I might take a gander. I might take a gander. I must just say that. What else is going on in news, baby? So rehabs or shabs? What do you mean? You know, I didn't know this, and I really learned something from watching this. So this was on uh, last what is it? Last week tonight with John Oliver. Ah, dude, funny. He got an accent. Yeah. HBO. Yes. He's a funny white guy. But he gives you facts. He's factual. Right? He's factual. So he did a special on uh, rehabilitation centers for addicts. Okay. Just kind of oh, in the U.S., right? You could open one. What do you mean? <laughs> I could open what one. What do you we mean? We could open one. Because it's probably the, one of the most deregulated. Oh, shit. Just get in where you fit in. The doors of the church are open. So let me, Come let me, I'm going to try to get, give y'all as many facts as possible. So there are no federal standards, um, and it's a $35 billion industry. Oh. And that's and that's just to say you're running like um, a group home just where the talk. person is doing outpatient care. Mm. Um, and so you kind of come up with your own structure and formats of therapy. Outpatient meaning you don't live here, you just come here on Wednesdays. Meaning um, at the group home, so you're staying at the home, but you're receiving outpatient therapy. Mm. So you're going someplace to get okay. therapy, okay. and you're okay. staying here. Okay. Um, so they do run convincing ads. This one place, of course, you know, California got the most ritziest, so resortish, yeah. you know, rehab centers. This one place will run you $73,000 for 30 days. Wait, <laughs> wait, this sounds like a celebrity addict rehab center. No, and this like who one, has 70K that they're not going to blow on their drug of choice? This one is called Passages in Malibu. And uh, so when they were talking to the owner, and they, he was like, so what kind of therapy do you have? Matter of fact, where is everybody? He was like, I don't, I don't See know. Anyone, they, any they, clients. They were around here. Uh, like, he didn't know the place was empty. They're relapsing at this very moment, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. The other place in California, the son and, the son and dad runs it, right? And they basically said, you come here, you're cured. Guaranteed. 100. A guaranteed 100%. And so what they found is that when you research different rehab facilities, everybody, almost all of them say they have an 80% success rate. Or better. John Oliver's like, well, why don't you just say 100%? Because you're Let's really lying. Right, you're yeah. lying anyway. Why not lie up? Everybody says 80%. Um, oh, man. So, and, and that's just California. And that's just, they're, they're basically, if you have private insurance or if you have... You know, you come from money, you come right. from wealth, they will definitely ring you dry. Oh, yeah. In Cali. Now, let's it's move a hustle. It's to a Florida. Hustle. Okay, let's go to the other coast. Florida's the golden state for rehabs because literally you can, we, we can go down there now and open up a group home. <gasps> Buy Let, a piece of let's. property, open up a group let's. home. Let's. We could just film from there. They have, like, so they have people... Forget what it's called, and I'll, I'll show you guys the clip, but they have people that go out and search for junkies, search for people with their suitcases that are kind of like living on the street or Excuse struggling. Me. Are you a uh, junkie? And, they, and guess what they ask? Do you have insurance? 
Because if you have insurance, that means your insurance is going to pay for your drug tests mm. and your pee and your urine tests, mm. and that's like liquid gold. Wait, wait, wait. This is my thing. What <laughs> junkie that I can approach on the street and they look to be a junkie would have insurance? Are they out there? Do they exist? Apparently. Very much so. <laughs> Apparently there's a market for this. So why do you say that that shit is liquid gold? Like that is just, I can charge whatever I want for these services and your insurance will cover it. No, so the way they out? break it down is it's like 30 bucks for a test, right? right? Per piss test. Piss test. Okay. If you do that five days a week mm. times those nah. many people, yeah, a yeah. month you're probably getting 75 grand oh. from insurance companies just for pee tests. That's a lot of piss. Oh, so, I the, pee. what they call it in Florida, they call it the Florida shuffle because the truth is that they're saying is it's more money in people relapsing than curing them. So, they the call it the Florida shuffle. It's always in the comeback. Now, whether that's, um, you know, I'm going to make more money off having a stand up business and providing yeah. high quality customer service to keep, you know, people loyal to my yeah. brand, or whether I sell crack or crack rehab, as long as I can keep you coming back and you're never cured. But you're always chasing that hope. You know, and it's almost like mm, the hospitals, the doctors. Mm. Like when you talk about chemo and when you go into some of these other diseases, right. when it's like illegal to cure cancer or to go and try to cure cancer without using chemo. Yeah. That makes no sense to me. Oh, I use Why chemo. do you want me Why would you use chemo? to go through this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but it's money in their process. And so I, mean, I just thought that was... If it don't make dollars, yeah, apparently. then it don't make sense. Ah. And sometimes when it don't make sense, that's an indicator that it definitely makes dollars. <laughs> I just have to say that, Z. No, it Shit that's backwards and counterintuitive like that, you got to kind of be like, aha. They're making a lot of money. A killing, like, dog. A they killing. They had um, a, a commissioner from Lake Worth County, mm -hmm. and he was like, stop sending your loved ones to Florida because we're sending them back in a body bag. Oh. He was a former participant in no, this he's little a commissioner. Oh, a commissioner. Okay, I thought he was like, yeah, a backslider. No, he tells me like, straight up, don't. It's, it's it's rough, but that's why knowledge is power. Like, you know what the placebo effect is? Is it when like, cause it's them like you take a pill and you think it'll do something and it really and the doesn't. The healing is do really anything. in your belief in the yeah. pill versus the content and the ingredients of the pill. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of times that's what we fall for. Like. I forgot who coined the phrase, but if you believe you can or if you believe you can't, nigga, you're right. So it's just one of those things like, man, if you believe you're a fucking addict, you're a fucking addict. If you believe like, man, I shake, I got that monkey off my back, I'm good. And we've seen plenty of stories of that. You, you are a, a successful rehab candidate. Yeah, but what if you still need a little nudging and just encouragement? If you believe that you always will need that, you will always need that. And that is your now drug. Just like people that go to church excessively, that's their drug. Like let's yeah, not oh, let's not play the game, they G. Like some people <laughs> some people's new drug is rehab. And let's just call it what it is, G. And I I mean I, I as a service provider of rehab, what do you want me to do? I'm helping people. I'm charging them a premium, their insurance covers it. Junkies are getting Better? You're helping people, but these people are scamming folks. Mm. It's and I'm I'm coming from the aspect of when you have a family member or loved one and you're searching for a place to send them to help get them help. Mm -hmm. You get tricked. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's not uh the addicts that are looking 
You know, it's other people that are looking to place their loved ones in certain, and you really just got to do the research. And you can't just think, oh, it's beautiful, it's nice, they're going to take care of them. That means they have nothing planned, nothing going on. Or it's cheap and this will work. Mm, it probably me. <laughs> I'll never fuck with certain drugs. Yeah, seriously. So I'm just saying, let everybody be great or not. It's controversial, but it is what it is. Right. What else is going on in news? You're talking about uh, Stacey Abrams. Who is that? So she is making history. She, she? She's um, the first black woman that is nominated to run for governor in Georgia. Mm, is that slow clap worthy? Yeah, yeah. Please. One, two, three, and one more. I swear. Sisters, it's your time. If you're a sister right now and you're losing, you're a loser. <laughs> There are so many opportunities out here for beautiful black queens to step into their crowns, G. And Stacey Abrams seems to be one of them. Yeah. Tell me more, please. So I, I didn't even know there was like elections and primaries going on in Georgia. Thought I was, over. Thought I was woke. Right. Oh. Because the the it's main different election, times for different states. I guess so. Uh -huh. The main election is in November, where we vote for governor, senator, all that kind of thing. Right. So I did kind of scroll past, and I saw Angela Rye talking about Stacey Abrams and how. They were trying to. That's Commons girl. X. No. I know. You know what? We'll get back to that. No, let's let's pause. Let's pause here. In hindsight, when I thought about it, you know, I love Angela. Yeah, you were an advocate for the relationship. I was, and then when it fell off, and I was just, you know, what I said to myself, I said, you know what? She too much for him. It's that nigga's fault. It's not that it's his fault, but I just think she's she too much. She is doing it. You see her out here. Doing it. Doing and, you it know, well. I think common and is just common a is common in every more. movie. <laughs> you know how he's common yeah, in every movie. Yeah, he just ah, chill. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. But he goes for like these high, strong females. Like yeah. he dated Serena. It didn't work. He dated Serena Williams. Yeah. Congratulations, common. Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah. Let me smell your finger. And when I see her husband, he's very mellow and who's. Serena. Okay. But still attentive. So I just, mm. I kind of see why Angela and Common didn't work. And he, he, he was with Erica, wasn't he? Back, back in I the day? He, that's who I think he head over heels for. Oh. Erica She's, got some. Oh, I met her one time. <laughs> and I, too, looked into the eyes of Medusa and became something different. Yeah, it's something. I got my doo-doo. <laughs> I was like, shit on my chest right here. Just right here, though. Just right here. Just a little dip. Oh, there's something different about that one. <laughs> Who's her mom? Where does he come from? I don't know. I don't know. I digress. What's okay. going on with this so, governor again? <laughs> so Stacey won the nomination. So she'll uh, run for the Democratic seat Okay. Um, for governor against whoever the Republican is. But so Democrats are really just trying to galvanize and really do a big in November and get a lot of these seats back. And so their slogan, their new slogan is a better deal. Hmm. Is that a shot to FDR with the New Deal? <laughs> Do you remember that in history yeah, class? But, but no, it's, huh. it's vague for the reason that any candidate can put whatever they want behind right. that. A, a, a better deal on this, a better deal on that, a better deal on... You want a bag, of, you got a bag, you want a bag, you got a bag, right. that's it. But instead of I'm comparing, clear. oh, we're going to do this better than Trump, mm. let's eliminate that. Oh, not even and say so, his name. Just I the better deal. I won't even say his name. Yeah, so we'll see if that works for him. Hope Isn't so. Georgia a Republican state? 
Yeah. That's, that's why this is Shit so like history making. I was riding through, I was either riding through Georgia, going to Alabama, or vice versa. Mm -hmm. And you know how people be having the nice little Jeeps, and then the Jeep got the spare tire on the back, yeah. and the tire on the back has a cover on it, and the cover on it sometimes has a design. You might see the smiley face with a gunshot in his head dripping I've never down. seen that. Well, it exists. You might see the smiley face with like an American flag bandana. Never seen that either? No. Okay. These things exist. Okay. This shit was a Sambo caricature of Obama. I knew I had to get home quickly. These motherfuckers was riding with an Obama, hello, my baby, hello, my honey, caricature <laughs> on the back of their Jeep on the top. Like, how much customization had to go into that? Are they just selling these shits wholesale? Or did you order this specifically on rednecks.org? You know, I don't like, I've traveled um, in college. I took the class, the Theology of King. Mm -hmm. And so we went um, uh, Alabama, Georgia, and then, yeah, Alabama, Georgia. <laughs> One, two. So it was a road that we traveled on, and it was just like oh, glory real. road. And he, he, we stopped, and we saw like we're different uh, freedom fighters, mm. burned, hung, and that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. But the feeling down there is still very like mm. an aura of don't fuck yeah, with it. Yeah, mm. yeah. Pass through. <laughs> mm. That's all I wanted oh, to. Oh, I do not want to post up. Where's our hotel? Is it sixty miles or greater away? Seriously. Okay. So. Well, um, congratulations in advance, uh, Stacey Abram, a Abrams. Abrams, and uh, we wish you the best, and come out and vote. We always say stay woke, go vote, and it's not just a Chicago thing. It's not just an Illinois thing. It's a thing thing. Like, yeah. if you have the potential to vote, because the, the ability to vote has been taken away from so many of us for bogus reasons. Yeah. So those that, of us that have it should use it, should exercise it to its full potential. You agree? Yeah. Okay. And last but not least in uh, news this week, what we got, baby? More weed. Yes. <laughs> yes, more weed. What do we so, have? What do we have in weeddom? I saw this story on Vice News uh, last night, and they were just highlighting New Jersey as the next state that's trying to legalize weed. Jersey! So Jersey has You got a new the governor. Jets and you got the weed. Yeah, okay. and they have a new governor okay. who is really pushing the legalization push for weed. You Mostly, though. Push. I'm sorry. That was my shit. What? You know Martin coming back. I know. <laughs> you got to push. My bad. Go ahead. He's, he's pushing because he's a pothead? No, or? but he's pushing more from the aspect of social reform. Okay. And he wants to lessen the pen, the, the, the judges. Like, no. He wants to lessen the, what, what, what's the word? There you go. The sentencing for African-Americans yeah. for weed cases yeah. because obviously. There's a disparity here. Yeah. There's a disparity. And so that's his major push. Now, Al Harrington, who we talked about last week. Hey, Al. His whole company is in New Jersey. It's called Viola. And Davis? No. Hmm. It's a, so it's a dispensary. He grows, sells. I think he uh, has a distribution deal or company, something like that. Is that his mother's But he's name? major. He's the guy. Up there. He, he's invested $5 million in it. And his, his, his thing behind it is to bring more opportunity and, and more opportunities and jobs and money, right? Because he feels like, like everybody else, we always get, get the, the... Short end of the stick, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, to all these... Drugs. Petty ass crimes. And the to even drugs. We're not gonna say that for marijuana, G, because a drug is something that can kill you. Like 
Tylenol, like Xanax, like other shit that motherfuckers can OD on. Opiates, whatever yeah. they're called. You can't OD off of marijuana. So, you can get fucked up and stuck. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. But eventually snap out of it. Yeah. Okay. A good shower. Yeah. Nice little water <laughs> in the face. <laughs> but he was saying, so it's like a couple hundred thousand dollars to apply. Mm. Then they have to see that you have a couple hundred thousand dollars in capital mm -hmm. to even get through all of the red tape. And he was like, you know, to the average person, they don't have all of that. Pay to play. But if I can have an umbrella and then, you know, kind of fizzle things out so that people can open up their own business, open up their shops, right. totally get his idea. So then so they, he's empowering other people to open up shops. Yes. Right. You think that would be a good thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Great thing. They show a meeting of the Black Caucus, the elders, right? All of them were like against it, you know, outside of the social reform. Other than that, I think they're so warped and so messed up from the crack era and that, that they're still living in that. And yeah. they, they honestly believe that weed is a gateway drug. And you had to hear this old man, he was like, they, they just don't want to do nothing. They got the hair and the pants, and they just they just hide. We call them weed heads. And it was like somebody's old granddaddy. We call them weed heads. <laughs> Fuck you, elder. And there's why. And no disrespect to our elders, but this is the thing. Like, it's a new day and age. Yeah. And I totally get your apprehension to... Um, encouraging something that you've never encouraged but right. fuck you personally because it's just one of those things where it's like just because you were wrong about something all your life doesn't mean you can't be right five years before you die and it's just one of those things where man weed was first of all you probably smoked you probably smoked at no, the he, young he right. did say that you smoked yeah. and then you went into this whole little all career path that it was frowned upon and now you're like, oh, it disproportionately impacted our community. Oh, it led to crack. and I don't know. That shit was all systematic. Do not be fooled. No, it was. Weed has not led to crack. Weed has not. Now, crack on weed will lead to crack. <laughs> but regular weed is not doing that. You know what I'm saying? And I think that we get so caught up in our individual story and our individual truths that we forget the, what, what's at play and what's at stake. And that's the greater good. Yeah. Not if, but when we embrace as a community this weed movement, there's a lot of money to be made. And money talks. And if this is the thing that gets us back into the game as a people, I'm all for that shit. But if we sit on the sideline and be like, no, weed has disproportionately impacted us and people have been going, going to jail and it's a gateway drug and blah, blah, blah. White people are going to monetize that yeah. shit as they have been doing. And I just, when I say white people, I mean non-black. So that's everybody else is going to monetize this shit. We're going to sit on the sideline, continue to smoke, and never own any of the dispensaries and that are now legal. they're already monetizing That it. are now legal. So I just say, whoever that elder is, what was it? Did you know who he no, was? No, his name wasn't even important. But fuck you, old, old dude. But it was just like, you know, even we have elders here that they frown upon it. And so it was, it was interesting to see and watch and finally get there explanation behind why they feel the way they feel right. and so i do respect that it's understandable i didn't live through the crack era i didn't i wasn't in this you know but i heard the 70s was the flower area oh, and everybody was high pretty well. so, you know so much bush and unprotected sex huh yeah so, okay but we know. can't have our turn we can't have our turn it's interesting man you hypocritical
cool bastards. But I will say this, man, in, in, in all due respect and all jokes aside, I just feel like, man, we need to come together on something. something. If it's not weed, if it's not the NFL, if it's not Black Lives Matter, if it's not anything that could be something, you know, that changes the, the, the spectrum of mm. blackdom. We need to come together on something. It can't just be the fucking BET Awards well, I was just of 2005. Like, just dude, say, that day is gone. I think we're all behind uh, Childish Gambino and This Is America. I mean, Have you heard an old person be behind that? You see what I'm saying? Like, what is it generationally that we can connect on? I don't think And that. I don't think that that's a part of our culture, unfortunately. Our culture does not lend itself towards solid Well, uh, and I would uh, say that with any unity. culture, hmm? that, that kind of is across the board with any culture. Because, the like generational you said, yeah, divide? Yeah, because time changes. If you think about Chinese culture. Uh, no, nah, but let me, let me say this. Well, white people, they said, man, we hate black people. All generations. <laughs> That's at least one thing that they can unify on. Well, not too. all white people. No, me. not all white. I'm speaking in generality. But, yeah, but they have point. that common yeah. denominator between them. Like, well, at least we're not black. Like, can we say at least we're boom? Like, what is the one thing that we're going to be like, man, we're with that shit forever. And it doesn't seem like we have that. And therefore, what do we have? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, that about wraps us up for news. I'm sorry we had to go deep on y'all last. <laughs> right, but figure uh, that out. <laughs> yeah, figure that out. You figure out life, man. So that about wraps us up for news, literally. <laughs> Moving on to our favorite topic on this and the third, which is none other than relationships. relationships. And what's topping off? Look at relationships this week, baby girl. All right. So, D.C. Of course. Dear D.C., being a married woman, is it wrong that I accept drinks from guys when I go out without my husband? Ladies first. What say you? <laughs> Ladies first. What say um, you? Okay. So, I think I answered you on the page. Mm. But I say it's not wrong. Okay. Mm. <laughs> She has a boo in the crowd. She has 100% been booed. <laughs> okay, so this is why. If a guy is just out, some, and this is when I was hanging out in the club, right? Mm -hmm. It'd be a guy, he'd come in there at the bar, he buys drink, right? You sitting there minding your own business, doing your thing. He looks over, get her what she drinking. Boom, and that's it. I've seen men. Smooth move, dude. And this is it's an era of men that are like that, right? Smooth move, dude. So in that type of situation. No harm, no foul. No harm, no foul. And nine times out of ten, he was probably married. Yeah. But he came to the bar, he saw you bought a drink. That's it. Right. Now, I do think you can get real kind of shaky when he buy a drink. Now he want to babysit you. Now he want to sit and talk. I, and I go with you tonight. Yeah, and then that's, that's just too much. And tonight. That's annoying. We're together. <laughs> right now. We're together in this so, moment. So, you know, it just depends. It depends. And I agree with that sentiment. It definitely depends. I think it always depends. Yeah. Because this is my thing. We got a group of not even bad chicks, just chicks. Yeah. Maybe one of them's bad. And Buddy asked step up like, ah, oh, baby girl, what? She like, well, shit, we, you know, we in here, blah, blah, blah. He's like, man, I'm getting all y'all a shot. I'm getting all y'all a drink. What the bam? 
Some of them might be married. Some of them might yeah. not be. He's not checking for y'all. And he might be like, yo, round on me. On, you know, yeah. that's technically a man buying a married woman a drink. Is it cool when she's with her friends versus solo dolo? Like, I need a little bit more context um, yeah, to she cool the story. Yeah, she's cool when she's with her friends because that's what guys do. Not all, right. okay? But some guys will buy the group, everybody around, and, you know, you keep doing your thing. I just think it is wrong when you cross those lines. Those lines being meaning you're going into you're trying to get to know each other. And this is my thing. What happens if we take the drink out of the equation? Because technically, when we're saying, "Oh, may I buy you a drink?" I'm saying, "Can I offer you some poison to get you inebriated to possibly get you off your square so I can get in that box?" <laughs> At the end of the day, right? <laughs> I think that's what we're really saying there. What if it was a square? What if we're at the club, not too big on drinking? We step outside to get some fresh air. Smokers. And it's just like, man, I got a square, shorty step up, and I'm like, man, baby, you want a little short? Boom. And now we're smoking a square together. We might end up having a conversation. We might end up doing these things, but is that as taboo as a drink? No, and people do that all the time. All the time like, this happens. all the time. So why are we only talking about drinks when it's really And you know what? It might go icebreaker. a little, little deeper when they smoking cigarettes. Come on, man, because you, really you like, y'all been talking. through some shit. <laughs> you smoke? Why do you smoke? <laughs> You've been through things. Oh, yeah. 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 So, I mean, and that's my thing. Like, don't get so caught up in the drink of it all. Yeah. But get so, get get familiar with the spirit of the conversation mm -hmm. and the spirit of the engagement. And um, I always err on this. If you can inform your significant other, whether that's a, whether that's a wife or not, whether mm -hmm. that's a girlfriend, whether that's a fuck buddy, of <laughs> what you did that night and can right. keep it 100,000 trillion, no problem. But if you can't go home and be like, man, yeah, I was out with girls. I stepped out. They was all drunk as fuck. You know, I don't drink like that. So I stepped out, had a square with this dude. and We talked about this. Cool. But if you can't admit that you did that, cool. And I'm not saying go admit that. I'm saying if you can't admit <laughs> right. that, then it's not cool. But if you can, if you're comfortable with divulging that information, then I don't feel like it's, I think we're talking about cheating, right? Yeah. I don't think that's cheating if you could be transparent. Well, I think you could be comfortable all day long with admitting that, right? But right. if you're partner isn't comfortable receiving that just keep that to yourself keep moving yeah i'm not encouraging you to tell on yourself <laughs> but i am asking when you do these things would you be comfortable to yeah. if asked yeah how does your night go oh it was cool i need to know more tell me everything that happened tonight if you would tell that part then you're good if you would leave that part out you're bogus that's my opinion yeah, it's a slippery slope, G. It's a slippery slope, but that's why that nigga shouldn't ask that question. <laughs> right. He shouldn't ask that question. Yeah, yeah. What? Not tell me everything. At the end of the day, it depends. It was a great time. Yeah, Sorry leave it at know. that. What did you do? <laughs> what porn channel did you right. watch while I was out, nigga? Let's talk about that. Right. Okay. What else we got? So next question. Now, this is just from having different talks with different people about relationships and one is in this lane, the other is in, is in that lane, right? Mm -hmm. So is dating someone in your same lane slash career field easier than dating someone that is in, in a completely opposite lane? Essentially meaning the time and lifestyle is different. Okay. I'm, can I go first on yeah. this one? Now, this is my thing. I think that I hate to cop out, but it does still depend. But these are the pros that I can see with both situations. Okay. Okay. If you are with somebody that is in the same lane as you are, shares the same passions more or less as you do, and just, you know, speaks that lingo Language. that you mm -hmm. speak, 
that's some dope shit, especially when y'all have something maybe within that space that y'all are building together. You know what okay. I'm saying? I think that's some of the dopest shit that I've ever seen was two people that was just hungry, met each other in those familiar settings and went after something that they can call their own collectively. Yeah, okay. That's some dope shit. On the flip side, if you get with somebody that has the, you know, it goes, it starts with physical. They got the look. All right. You start to check in with them. They have the personality, but there's a disconnect because she's in finance and you're a nonprofit, let's just say. So those are totally different worlds or law and nonprofit or anything that doesn't match up exactly. Mm -hmm. Anything that you love, you will learn. So if I love my Reesey PC and you on a totally different wavelength than me, I'm going to study and get familiar with what your lifestyle is and become a part of that and see how I can complement that and support that and vice versa, as opposed to your lane is your lane, my lane is my lane. Like maybe I can help you merge, you know what I'm saying? That type shit. So I think it's um, benefits to both. Sounds like a lot of work. It is, but that's why I said anything you love. I ain't say anything you like or anything you fucking on. I say anything you love, you will learn. And if you love that significant other, you will learn their lifestyle. You will learn their industry. You will learn how you can get into that lexicon of whatever it is they're talking about and be able to hold the conversation when the nigga want to bring you to a cocktail party and you're not just sitting there like dumbfounded, like, oh, I know nothing about <laughs> this. You're like, no, I actually heard, you know, I read in the headlines, da 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 And you can actually speak that speak. What you say? Oof. I say that's tiring. That's a job. It's a job. But isn't love, isn't love a job? No, who wants Love's another job? job. <laughs> who wants these Who wants things? another job? Uh, on no benefits. <laughs> you have no benefits from this job. But it's a job, G. It's a whole job. But I, I would just say that there, there are positives. What are some, maybe some negatives? I don't even have an answer after that. I'm tired. Yeah. Just yeah. thinking about I'm it. I'm weary. No, I think, um, like, for example, if you're an entrepreneur, and then the other person is a nine to five. Nine to five, yeah. It's hard. It's, it's hard it's understanding hard. at first because, and I'll say this from personal experience, when you at your job, you're like, what are you doing? What? Yeah, you just, what? Why, why are you like, chained to a the, desk? You want to account. Come get lunch. Well, the person who's at the desk is trying to account for all the time of the entrepreneur. Oh, like what? Like what are you adding to the bottom line? What are you doing? What, what, right. and, and don't say you tired. What you been doing all day? You tired from what? What you do? Like, from thinking? You know? <laughs> from freelancing? Does that make you tired? You know, sometimes yeah. there, can, there can be that bitterness. Yeah. Maybe because the other person isn't in their passion and doing what they want to do. It usually stems from. Yeah. But it, it also can come from just not understanding that these are the amount of hours it's going to take. This is what I need to do. And I'm sorry, your job is over at five, but mine isn't. Mine is so, five to nine. So it is complicated. And like you said, it's just work. Yeah. And I think that the contrary, the reverse is true as well. If you are a entrepreneur and you have a nine to fiver, you might be like, why are you so busy right now? I just want to go <laughs> to the spot. Lunch. I just want to lunch. lunch for two hours. Why can't you lunch? <laughs> For two hours. It's only two hours. There's 24 of these motherfuckers in a day. And they be like, bro, I have 45 minutes right. at best, including travel time. Please don't do this to I've me. I've been on both sides. Yeah, so I've been that person uh, at work where you be like, all right, girl, I can, I can check with you for a quick second. Man, but I got to go back to work. Right. We have lunch over the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I swear on everything. It, but it's real, though. But I think that, again, if you're comfortable in your shit yeah. and you know who you are, 
I don't think that you have to project your nine to five on the people. And no, I don't think don't. if you are an entrepreneur, you don't have to project your entrepreneurship Agreed. on people. Because I, what I've learned is people project their truths. So when I was full-fledged, ten toes, ten toes down, nine to five in, why aren't you nine to five in? What the fuck is wrong with you? What have been? When I stepped out on faith and started doing my, you know, entrepreneur thing, it's like, man, gee, the best thing in the world is to have freedom and to be an entrepreneur. But then when I got scooped up and now I can do both, why aren't you doing both? You should be on a <laughs> nine to five that allows you to be an entrepreneur. You should be an entrepreneur. Like, well, why, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And it's not but a that's lot my of, truth. That doesn't have to be everybody else's. And it's not a lot of places that allow you to do that. Oh, they I'm really so don't favored. want you. Oh, niggas is not fucking with that. Yeah, they CT. really don't want you to have your own. Mm-mm. Hmm. Last question. Um, dear DC, I've been dating someone for four months and I really like him. Congratulations. The problem is I found out that he lied to me about his age. He's actually seven years older than he originally said. Should I be done with him? Now, it just depends on how high we're going up seven, like mm, where he's right. at. Does this make this nigga 50 <laughs> or late 30s? Like, that matters. I was thinking more like 60. 60, yeah, I heard. Yeah, that. They're, they're still in the game, too. Why are you still in the game at 60? The game's over. No, you know, they're getting divorced. They're coming back out, and they're trying to try to get. Get divorced early. Get divorced a little <laughs> earlier, and you can get the 20-year-olds and the 40-year-olds. Yeah. Why are you waiting? Why would you go through a quarter century of marriage to get divorced? Give me five, and I'm out. But I, I will say this. Um, it does depend, again, on what that, <laughs> what age are we talking, man? My homegirl, man, she was telling me, shout out Source, she was telling me, like, she saw a 60-year-old man with, like, a 20-something-year-old and was just fearful for this 20-year-old. Like, man, this is not a good look. I don't, I don't know what she meant by fearful, but it was still, like, kind of just nasty, I guess. Well, I mean, some of these 60-year-old men don't look 60. And that's the thing. Like, if you wear it well... And I think that's a part of our society, too, though, because I was watching this while I was looking at this, um, I don't know, some post on Facebook. And it was talking about how we tell younger people to look older. Right. So if yeah. you think about people that are in high school, I want to beat my face. The, the, the guys want to have the beers connecting yeah. as early as possible. The band. And then we tell older people look to young. look younger. And then that middle phase is just like, huh, you're an adult. Yeah. Get, to, get your ass out of here. Go to work. <laughs> Go to your nine to five. You know what I'm saying? Right. But we are, us as a society kind of celebrate younger people that look grown and older people that look, look young. young. And is, is it a surprise that those people hook up? No. Yeah, that's kind of tough. But I would say this. If your relationship was founded on a lie, that's a telltale. Well, you have to believe who people are when they tell you the first time, G. My thing is, how old are we that we're still lying about our age? We did that in high school. What's the problem, Bob? Yeah, like maybe. Wait, what maybe. do you mean we did that in high school? We did that in high school. Who did that in high school? I never lied about my age in high Boys school. Boys don't, but girls oh. do. And say what? You're older? Yeah. To do what? Dicks? No. What are you trying but, to do? So The 17-year-old is trying to get with the 19, 21-year-old type shit? Like, why well, would you say you're older? That's reasonable. Why would you say you're older? <laughs> you always say you're older. Like... Okay, so for me, I was younger, but I looked older. Mm. So, still to this day, so, she's so older guys would 
come to me. Yes. And so I would say I was like two years older than what I was. Ah, uh, this is two, okay. Three. A little sprinkle. A little it sprinkle wasn't no bag. seven. Two or three. You don't know. Okay. You two or three. Say, yeah, not five. No, not five. Okay, okay, okay. Two because, or three. I and I stopped doing that because one time my mom, the, the, the guy called my house mm. and my mom was like, you know, how old are you, son? I think he was 16. She was like, do you know how old she is? She's one. <laughs> the guy was like, she's yeah, she's 15 or something. She was like, no, she's 13. Mm. I was like, eh. She bloomed. Sorry. Early. Sorry. <laughs> she bloomed and kept blowing. Lotus flower bomb. So, yeah, I don't, seven years, that's a lot. That, that's thirsty to me because it, this is my thing. I think there's enough single people your age that if you was on that you could find those available. Yeah, it's like websites and shit and apps and shit, huh? Most men ain't trying to date their age in the age group. Come on now. But you know, most females job. ain't trying to date at their age. They're trying to date a little older, I would think. Well, okay, so depending on the female. If the female mm. is younger, she'll date older. But okay. when she gets older, mm, she's she dating younger. Boom, boom. Or she's dating around her age. But right. she's not trying to look for older. So what happens when, I'm sorry, so you saying, damn, like a 60-year-old man is going to have to find a 60-year-old woman? I thought he was going to be able to find like a 45, 40-year-old. She's not checking for the 60-year-old It just man. depends. I, I, I could see that. 40-year-olds, those are cougars. And those, they but want that mid to, Taraji and Calvin. They want that 20, that mid to late 20. I ain't even going to say mid to late 20. Oh, I, I will. If I, I'll say that. <laughs> hey! If I'm in my 40s, late 40s, I would, Early know, 40s. I'm talking about early 40s. They want that 40s, mid to late 20s. No, I go early 30s. You would go early. Same right. thing. Same thing. Right. Okay. You late th- a lot late 20s. Late 20s and early 30s early are the same 30s. thing. No, okay. Well, we'll say late. After 20s. We'll agree with 30. Them, 40, them early 40-year-old tw- women want 30-year-old men. Roundabout. Mm. Facts. Okay. Nigga, here. stop lying, dog. Stop yeah. lying. Like, if she wants you, she wants you. it doesn't matter what your age is, dog. It's the other things that you bring to the table. And especially if you don't look, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's not like motherfuckers going to be. It's not an issue. Yeah, it's a non-issue unless you make it one. And dude sounds like a goofy. Would you agree? Yep. Okay. Well, that about wraps us up for relationships this week on this and the third. Literally. Topping off this week's show in entertainment, man, we got the Royal Wedding. Did you get a chance to see this live or did you just see the clips? I didn't watch it. I didn't fuck with it Okay, either, good. Man. Yeah. Yeah, that's all right. I wanted to make it seem like I was there. I wasn't there, I man. Wasn't Who cares? I don't fuck about the Royal <laughs> yes, Wedding. Where do they even live? I don't know. Are they from England? I don't know. Who knows know these people? Shit. I didn't even know this was Princess Di's Okay, son. now you're a little ridiculous. You didn't know that? I thought he was still a kid. <laughs> oh, I had never seen him again. Yeah. I haven't seen this nigga since she was no longer with us. Yeah. What's his name? Harry. 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 Harry the first? I don't know all that. Nobody now. knows this. I just thing. know he's fifth from being king. Fifth? Yeah, because it's his brother. Then I think his brother has two sons, maybe. Uh-huh. So maybe he's Oh, the third. oldest brother's sons jump over the younger brother of yeah. the oldest brother? Yes. Oh, I need to watch Game of Thrones more closely. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, so what happened at the wedding? How was the wedding? How was it received? It seemed like a star-studded event or at least a well-publicized event. <coughs> yeah? Yeah, that's how I felt about it. 
Um, <laughs> golf, golf. No, I didn't. Like I said, I didn't watch it. So I did see a video footage of the guests walking in. So mm -hmm. I saw Serena and her husband. Saw Oprah. Huh. We saw Idris and his fiance. Idris Elbow? Yeah. Nice. He's from England, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Um, what else? They had a black choir. Hmm. The one they that got sang, shot in the This Is America video? No, they sang Lean On Me, maybe? Oh, Lean On Me now, from I did Kurt see, Franklin? No, it was the, the original version. It was uh, very, very... Lean On Me from the soundtrack? Slow. I don't know how that sounds. Lean On Me when you're not yes. strong. <laughs> I just hit that shit. Hold on. You I did? did? <laughs> Wait. Let me get <laughs> everybody a pen. I can sign it. <laughs> God damn. God damn! Oh, that's it. Oh, oh, that about wraps it up. Whoa! No, okay, I, Alvin? I think that was the song, but it was very, uh, you know, mm, very cathedral. Yeah, very. Um, and they had a black bishop. Okay. I did see glimpse and piece. Everybody, so everybody kept saying I saw on the post that they were so glad that her black side didn't act up, but it was the white side that acted up. Of Meghan Markle's family. But I heard, who's black in her family? The her dad? Mom. The mom. Yeah. And I heard she was kind of like on the front pew where the family goes. Solo Dolo. Like she doesn't have a self. family. She, she doesn't have a family. Wondering, like, where's the where's rest of her family? family? It's not just your mom. Nobody can act up if they don't exist. <sighs> yeah, yeah, that I was wondering that too. That's I was like, interesting. Where Where's your all your black, my family's Your cousins, dead? your like. You have to, especially in this moment in your life, motherfuckers that ain't your cousins are now your cousins, yeah. and they will find a way to walk to your know. wedding overseas. And why are they not there? That's my question. I don't and know. you said the white side of her family, so the dad side, her, her dad up? basically um, went to like some cafe. And was posting pictures of him oh. and her, you know, to make it seem like their relationship is oh, everything solid as right a rock. now. Yeah. This nigga was estranged. I don't think he was estranged, but eh, not that. Yeah. He wasn't that guy. And he he literally went to a he's cafe. He's no longer with the mom. No, they're not together. Yeah, he's. Yeah, but tough. but he went to a cafe. He didn't like do it at his home. He they have footage of him in a cafe, looking up pictures, posting pictures of him and Megan. Looking up pictures. What mean? Like looking through his. Like Facebook. Yeah. To post yeah. pictures. The thirst is real. But what would you do in that situation? Like let's say. I don't know. Noah. He just comes up on a queen. Like how do you act in that situation? Maybe that's the way he was celebrating his daughter's leveling up. Mm. I don't know. Well see you like, can't compare because you... we got a relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, if yeah. I didn't have a relationship with, with Noah and he got married, you know, I would want to be a part, but I would just allow him to let me in. Yeah, and yeah, however yeah. he wanted me in, then I would be good right, with that. Right, But you're just different. She's such a Yeah, dope. not everybody is like Nobody <laughs> is stuck from that Satch cloth quite like Reese Pichy. Let me tell yeah, you. Yeah, no. So, oh, shit. But they did find, like, an old sexy video of Megan. She had on, like, little boy shorts and a tight top and was, like, dancing in front of a car. It was like a video. She's from which show? Like, Suits? Suits, but she also was on, is it The she Girls is... with the Suitcase? Make a Deal, No Deal? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's Make a Deal. Yep, she used make to be a one deal of those with girls. Howie Mandel. Yep. Okay, so she's... Beautiful. She's kind of been walking her way through the but, entertainment industry. Yes. I, and I was, I was confused because wasn't there another 
prince maybe of Ethiopia that recently married a chick he met in the club, but it was like a yeah. big thing. Like, man, he's marrying this black girl, and yeah. that's not supposed to be now a thing. Isn't did. an Ethiopian black? Yeah. By origin? Yeah. So why is that? So, I don't know. I well, don't and know. I think because he met her in a club. Because she was I in think the they club. do, like, arrange marriages sometimes. Oh, ah, okay. So this so. was not Zamunda. Yeah, but that, but my point exactly. I'm, if I didn't watch The Prince in Ethiopia, right. that's my color. Right. Mm, don't Probably really not going to watch about. Harry, the yeah. first, second, or third. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, congratulations. Yeah, congrats. Enjoy. Congratulations to Royal Love. We know all about it. You know what I'm saying? And um, stay yeah. woke, man. Just stay woke. Did you guys are in for a treat in terms of motherfuckers probably talking shit about y'all, in terms of people loving y'all, supporting y'all, and everything in between. Yeah. But I think that's what marriage is about. If you understand that it's y'all against the world then you got a chance. But if you feel like your sister and your mother and your brother and your cousin everybody's and everybody's a part of, a part of your marriage, you're fucked up in the game <laughs> off tops. All right? What's going on with my man K-Dot, man, Kendrick Lamar? So he had a concert recently. Did he? And where? I'm not sure where. I didn't get the location. He's probably touring? Or? Yeah, I think okay. so. Yep. And he invited a fan up on stage. Okay. Because she had a mic. So I'm like, he had to have invited man, dope her. Dope shit. Come on up. Yeah. And so she's... Not there rocking the mic. The thing, and the as thing. she's rapping, she's like, Yo, yo, my nigga. What? Swear I got you. I rules and crips all got along. They probably got me down by the end of the song. Seems like the whole city go against me. Every time I'm in the street, I get everything stops. has to and he's like yo what bitch <laughs> hey yo white bitch what so he stopped the whole song he stopped the song what did he say he... after he stopped the song my boy Rohan kind of knew the rules a little bit ah. well it's just really cool bro you have to work you gotta me. bleep one single word no. though oh I'm sorry did I do it yeah you did it I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. Should she stay up here? You're bad indeed, bitch. <laughs> Don't come up here and use the word that we have taken from your people and act like shit is all good. Like, that's the part I don't understand. Like, when people be so comfortable to just be so disrespectful. So, with that happening, T.I. made a statement saying that. Tip don't come through. He said, now, he understands how everybody feels, right? It's, it's a word. It's our word. It shouldn't be used. Nobody else can use it. But he, he said, I often battle with the fact that I write these words in my lyrics, and when I'm performing them to an all-white audience, I know that they're singing the song, right, out there in the audience. I know they're singing it. Mm -hmm. But I gotta get my bag. Does it make it 
okay doesn't make okay he was at the end of it he was just like it's still our word and at the end of the day i feel kendrick he should have been upset it shouldn't be used like you just have to as a fan so rap 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 uh, don't say that i mean come on now but out of respect this is my thing this is my thing if i invite you on stage one you're my personal guest at this point yeah you wouldn't come to kendrick lamar house saying the nigga word the n-word i guess it's called but um to ti's point like, if I'm on stage and I know what it is, and I'm not saying it's cool, I'm not saying it's not cool, I'm just saying it is. Yeah. And I'm on stage and my ticket price is at a premium where the people closest to me probably have money. Yeah. And those people that have money probably don't look like me. But we still rocking out and I still got authentic lyrics in my music, some of which includes the word nigga. Yeah. Boom. So you with me? I'm not finna stop every single concert I do to be like, hey, I don't want to hear none of you thousand motherfuckers right here well, say no. nigga. Right. No, no, I'm not saying he's okay. saying that. But I'm saying when it is controllable to the point where I brought a motherfucker on stage and it's just kind of me and you yeah. vibing and you helping me with the song, don't make me check your ass. Don't make I'm giving you saying. all this space and opportunity. You, you got all, all the latitude in the crowd. When you come on stage at have my shift, have a little bit more respect. Gee. And so that was the conversation on the radio uh, GCI. Just is it a respect thing? Like, why do. And Leon was like, you know, everybody feel like. And he actually said he doesn't feel like Mexicans, Puerto Ricans, Latinos even have the right to say that. Not because his thing is. Y'all wasn't, what was y'all? Yeah, he, yeah it's like y'all get nigga with a question mark. You know what I'm saying? You don't really get nigga. You don't get period, exclamation point. Y'all kind of get nigga? Like, a, can I say this? You no. don't really get the full-fledged nigga. And I'm talking about in songs too. I mean, and, and if you think about it, yeah, we call each other and we say it and we use it and all of that, but that's us. You don't hear us going around saying, what's up, Cracker? Right. What up, Spig? What up, my hunky? Right. Yeah, like... It's like not a thing going the other way, so don't make it a thing. Let it be what it is, and I think I mean, it's just understood that it's our thing. Yeah. And I, I'm not saying, like I said, I'm not saying it makes sense, but it is. It, is. it don't have to make sense. It don't slavery have to didn't make, make sense. Sa- slavery did not make sense. But saying nigga is a choice. And if you choose to say nigga, <laughs> you, you can choose to, choose to the repercussions of that shit. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> like, I... And I... I I'm not even going to go there. And but he digresses. I will say this. <laughs> I will say this. I use nigga oftentimes in the exact opposite way in which it was intended to be used. And typically when I'm saying nigga, especially on this show, and I've said this many times, I'm talking about N-E-G-U-S, niggas, which is king. You got to look this shit up. Stay woke. <laughs> Moving on. Moving right along. So... Money moves. Money moves. We talking about Cardi? Making money moves. Cardi? Besides Cardi. Oh, I love Cardi. Oh, your fat ass on that Instagram post that you posted. You had the fat belly, the fat boobs, and the fat ass. Congratulations. That's sexy. Women pregnant is sexy to me. Okay. So oh, that shit is so sexy. Is, is, is it sexy in the sense that you want to have sex? Or is it sexy just to see the voluptuous? Yeah, juicy. I think the engorged boobs, and she already had the en- uh-huh. uh, uh, synthetically engorged. But uh, the, the belly is neither here nor there. But it's this glow, <laughs> it's this aura that overtakes a pregnant woman, where it's just like you are the life bringer, bring life <laughs> to this baby. I just 
get, I like that shit, Z. So it's more of a look thing and a feeling, but not. It's a vibe. I want to have sex. No, I want to have sex too. <laughs> but it's because of the vibe. Okay. It's because of the vibe. Like, okay. I don't want to hurt the baby. Okay. But I definitely want to run up in those lawyers. Well, because I just know some men see that belly and it's like. No. Okay. Maybe after when you get that brain stomach. Oh, I don't the really. Brain stomach. Like when the stomach is not really what it needed to be after a baby. And you just kind of. Oh, like, when oh. it's wrinkled. Yeah, and... you get the brain look like. <laughs> you remember Nick's turn? Remember Nick's turn? They had that nigga, the brain, he was in the stomach. That's what the stomach sometimes becomes with certain women. Yeah. But while you're in that state of. <laughs> Oh, I love that glory, that cocoa butter strip. You can just paint. You can paint that goddamn strip. I love that. But the morning after, give me that child and we'll be on our way. Oh, get your brain, stomach, face, ass up out of here. But I, I, I understand y'all go through a lot. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not trying to be insensitive. No, that shit is funny because it's real. It's very true. Please don't paint but, me an asshole. And just like you, how you feel about it, some women feel that way yeah, about it themselves. It's like you so it's see that good. brain. It'd be like you see uh, that brain stomach. Like you but I've to seen, touch your stomach. But I've seen the bounce back. So it's like, what's the difference between somebody having and not having? Sometimes it's the weight. The weight. Okay. The amount of weight that you gain, mm. maybe. And then if you were smaller before and you gained more weight, mm -hmm. and so then you just have that loose skin. Now you're just here. Yeah. yeah just but it, it, it all just, sometimes it just takes longer for yeah. other people to tighten back up. Be patient, brothers. Be patient. The Be snap patient, back, ladies, too. It ladies as well. The, the snapback is not on a time scale. It's more so, you know, based on the individual. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what's anyway, going on with Money Moves? Since it so, ain't Cardi. No, it's not Cardi. And her pregnant Cardi. belly. I thought it was Cardi. No. The Obamas just signed a multi-year deal to make shows and movies for Netflix. Even better than Cardi. Michelle, have you seen she has like this new book coming out? No. Oh, she has a new book coming out. I don't know the name, but she looks very beautiful on the cover. It's Black Excellence, Black mm. Queens. Y'all need to check that out. So you're saying they're going to be starring in movies, writing movies, executive it, directing movies? What's it, going it on? It didn't give... Lots of details, okay. but they probably will be executive producing, maybe running, you know, mm -hmm. the heads of these different movies or shows. Okay. So who knows what they have and works. Did they have input, and I would assume they did, on With the Barry movie? Or uh, Southside? Southside. Did they have input not. on that? I hope they didn't because the okay. movie was it slow. It was trash. You know, No No was in that. No, no, was definitely. I didn't see, okay, so I didn't finish it because it was that slow. Nah, yeah, but no, no, was in. I haven't seen it, but she's definitely an extra. And hey, Rocco, and uh, a couple of the other Nisi pieces. Really? They I'm got paid look. a bag. Got paid a bag. Oh, a whole Obama bag. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. No, no, you be walking around here like, girl. Come on, man. Mm. But uh, so, so that's good. That that's good. So maybe we'll have and some I good think, content on Netflix. And I think um, perspective is invaluable. And I think coming from. Them. Where they came from, where they've gone, and yeah, where they're going, going, they have limitless things to pull from Talk in terms out. of this content, G. Yeah. Like, I, I got big plans for this. This ain't no, no disrespect, because I fuck with you, but this ain't no Adam Sandler Netflix oh, no. deal. This is Obama this is like some and Michelle. Historic type and stuff. And don't sleep on uh, Malia and Sasha. 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 Because let them start talking about what's going on on the young frontier. Yeah. Oh, that's the gift that keeps on giving, Z, from the black lens. Yeah. Prayer's going up for Maybe. the Obama family. Because I thought when he was done, he was just going to tour, write books, who out the bam. 
getting into content creation and not just literacy content because that's yeah. the thing like how many of the people that really need to be impacted and uplifted and inspired by Obama i.e. us that are not in affluent positions yeah. are going to read a fucking thick ass book now Michelle I think because women are women, a little yeah. bit more in tune with that cool but if you want to read these brothers man entertain us visually well, not only that but the younger population the younger everybody's population on as well. like everybody's glued to those smart devices yeah. Netflix what have you so I applaud you all for meeting us where we are at okay yep. so next I was recently watching Basketball Wives I watch it of course. Thing. of course and uh, Shawnee is stepping into the wee business. Wait, wait, wait. Is this uh, Shaquille O'Neal's yes. ex-wife? Yes. She's such a little lady. I love her. She's such a little lady. I know he had fun with her. Now I'm just saying, he's a giant. He is a giant. He's a whole His giant. His kids are... Tall as fuck. Oh, my God, but they're so sweet. Oh, are they? The oldest son, well, I don't know if he's the oldest. Miles the oldest. Sharif's the second oldest. He's like 6'9". Mm. He just got his driver's license. And he's like... Just the sweetest, softest, yeah. you know what I mean? But that's when you come up in that sheltered, I'm not very rough, sheltered. tough, weather They're very sheltered, yeah. private school. Haven't been through a lot of trauma. Um, no, yeah. um, and, and like, like I said, he just got his driver's license, and he was like, well, what do I do if I get pulled over? <laughs> and he, you. he was telling his nanny, he was like, do I just say, my dad, Shaquille O'Neal? And she was like, mm, that might work, but you're a DWB, so. All right, so figure it, it out. Just feel it out, man. But no, so Shiny's going into the weed business, and she's kind of bringing her oldest son into it, Miles, who is actually signed to go to UCLA. Is this Shaq's son as well? All her kids are by Shaq. All of them by Shaq. Thank you. Yep, they have five. Thank you for being loyal. They have five. Okay. Yep. And uh, yeah, so I'm excited for her. Yeah, that's what's up. And I didn't know Shaq's son got picked up by UCLA because he didn't get picked up for the McDonald's All-American game last year. Mm. And I kind of felt some type of way, like maybe he's not good, but... If, to go to UCLA, which I'm assuming is on the athletic scholarship, you got to be at least decent. Yeah. But it's just tough where it's like your father, Shaq. You're not going to be as good as him. Well, I don't know. I think we, we don't see much of my – because Shani has – also she has a, her own show, Shani's Home Court. She's an entrepreneur, like, to the core, right? Yeah. Yeah, she does And thing. so um, Sharif, I think he's more into basketball. Okay. But so, we'll see. Well, what's she doing with the weed business particularly? Like the Al Harrington move? Or? She, no, she, well, right now she's in the beginning stages. Okay. But she's, uh, want, she wants to be a grower. She wants to have a store. So she's really trying to So she know, lets her kids smoke? Her she advocates for her kids smoking weed? I don't think she's advocating for her kids because okay, all of them become? are still in high school. But right, Miles, right. as the oldest he in college, she does want him to come into the business with her. Okay. And I think that's dope. Keep your kids in Teach them the, the business so that they can learn and take over. Like I said, this is my thing. This is the new wave that's coming up. Everybody was on that cryptocurrency, blockchain wave, whatever the wave is. You know what I'm saying? The wave is now legal marijuana, G. And uh, shouts out to Shawnee O'Neal for yeah. jumping in front of the wave instead of... We always tend to be laggards. And then that's why we be in that crabs in a barrel shit because... It's 90% that already passes. It's 10% that we trying to get, and we're all fighting for that fighting last 10%. For, yeah. It's like, gee, you could have been the first 10% and took a risk, a low risk with a high reward ceiling. So, You know one thing I did see, though, when uh, on her show? They went to Van from TMZ. He mm -hmm. has a podcast. I did not know that since. Me either. Or before the kind no, of I think shit. he's had a podcast because this was taped a while ago. That should have blow your shit up. And um, Shawnee and Evelyn went to the podcast, mm -hmm. and he asked a question. He said, if you can call any ex- if you were in a dire emergency and you need help, who would you call? She did say Shaq. She was How like, many exes does she have? I'm sure he ruined her womb. Just because you you're not having kids don't mean you ain't having exes. Oh. Yeah. 
I'm just saying, after you've been with Shaq, is he, has he not destroyed your uterus? What my uterus got to do with me? Oh, sex? because you're not having kids without the man. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Two different things. I'm not fucking no chick after <laughs> sex. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> fucking with my leg. What do I do here? Okay. Well, last thoughts. Will Smith, do you follow him on IG? I see people that repost this shit. I personally don't follow Will Love Smith. Him. I don't know why I don't, though. Because this is my thing. You guys are similar. You should. This is my thing, though. I don't necessarily watch IG. I've noticed that about myself. Like, if it's a video, mm. I don't even turn on the volume. Uh, I don't know why I do His that. His are always exciting. Yeah, I, I saw, like, he had this one where he was like, this sums up my trip to Mexico. It was dancing. Boom. Like, I fuck with a picture before yes. I would fuck with a video. Oh, no. I know his shit be lit. So, and then I listened to his um, rap shit. He was, like, in the booth rapping. That's what I I'm heard talking that about. One. Did you yeah. hear that? I just heard bars. him spill some shit. Okay. So, Will Smith. I'm not going to give him bars. Oh. But I will say this. And the reason I'm not going to give him bars is because I used to give Will Smith bars. It was like, oh, he's the happy rapper, whatever, whatever. <laughs> And so it sounds good, but when I heard that Rakim wrote Summertime, I had to take a step back. I always, well, gave, credit, I always gave credit for the lyrics of Summertime to Will Smith. And when I found out that that was not his shit, I think everything else became fake to yeah, me. Yeah, but if Rakim would have came out with Summertime, it would not have been well received opposed to having Will. You see what I'm saying? Oh, so, yeah, that's the same thing as Drake. Like, whoever's writing for Drake can't spit it like Drake can't. Yeah, so I agree with that. So he was so sitting in the studio, okay. um, giving us a taste. Well, basically, I'm not even going to say giving us a taste, but basically saying, I'm still here 20 years in the still game. Still got it. My money is long. It's 20 years of swag y'all just witnessed. Let me remind everybody who Will Smith is. Rappers make it rain. Let their money hit you if I throw my money up. Shit, I'd probably kill a stripper. The illest, realest, big Willis. Down with the man in charge with Uncle Phyllis. Everybody want to do Will Smith numbers. I don't know if your life got that many summers. I got inspired. Quickly, I unretired. The Fresh Prince just rewired and slightly to modern fire. But still, people dancing and shaking and moving and wilding. It feel like I'm an alien, really. Kind of an island. I might fly to China for nothing. Mind a designer. Picture in my crib with me, my mom, and Obama. Murder all over the globe. Guilty, Your Honor. I'ma become a Mormon. Mary and Allie, Rihanna. I'm an anomaly. Do drama. Or comedy, I could play Muhammad Ali over a white lady, probably still. 20 years of swag, y'all just witness. Stop the divorce rumors and mind y'all damn business. We talked about fuck. his movies. As uh, fuck. But, I yeah, mean, the clips was flashing back from our. That nigga has, has a, a resume. portfolio out this. That's why I'm so concerned about Carlton. Like, <laughs> why could Carlton not catch a break? If know. Will Smith. <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Know, go ahead. I don't know. Is he going to be more but, Big Willie style with it? I don't know. So that's my thing. Boom, shake, shake, shake the room, out, summertime. What is he going to do? Um, I think some young people will jump on it because they're fans of him as They're an knowledgeable actor, of him. Yeah, as they an know, actor. They know him. So I think. He's going to have features from uh, Jalen and, and, uh, and uh, J-Lo. He might Willow. Uh, um, Willow, Willow, Willow. Grab this younger audience because they don't know Will Big Willie. You know what I mean? They don't know all that stuff. He has a clean slate with him. He does. On the music side. So this He's been a long Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West was so long ago. Oh, um, and last thing before I go. On the radio this morning, on the way to school. What? I heard Poopity Scoop. <laughs> on the radio. On the radio. And there are no verses. There are no verses. It's just the thing, because the voice was like. 
Is this it? This the song? Pooping this school? <laughs> so the boys weren't fucking with it? Oh, they or were they it. singing oh, they it? Loved it's it. catchy. It's, yeah. it's catchy. They're and that's the day. thing, Z. Like, I think Kanye has tapped into something that he just, you know, like, people understand the human brain. And when you understand the human brain and how it works, and then you create mm -hmm. a product that, you know, tends to that, it you're works. good. And I think um, Kanye has kind of figured it out. But, man, shout out to uh, Will Smith. Shout out to the Smith family. We was talking about Jada yeah. a couple episodes ago. Yep. Uh, Jaden, he's the man. He's yeah. been the man. Living their and best then Willow, life. she keeps it low-key, but she's talented as fuck as she well. Is. And it's very tough to... And Gams. Oh, Gams. Beautiful. Please, <laughs> pull up. If you're into younger men, pull up. <laughs> uh, but it's just one of those things where it's tough to be celebrities especially in this technological era that we're yeah. in. And I think they've done a great job of showing black love, black excellence, showing their flaws, and still being able to be excellent instead of being perfect. So, yeah. man, uh, shout out to the Smith family, especially uh, Will Smith. I think that about does it for us sure does. on this week's episode of This, That, and the Third. Oh, but let's say thank you to everybody that came out to This, That, and the Third pop-up last week. Oh, we love you. And it's every third Thursday. Every third Thursday at the Alpha Space, the beginning of Fly. And that's 2014 uh, South Michigan Avenue, the third Thursday of every month in Chicago while it's warm. I don't care if you don't even live here. If you happen to be lucky enough <laughs> to be here on a third Thursday from 7 to 11, Pull the fuck up, and we will give you a good time and experience, and you probably walk away with some free this and the third paraphernalia. Yep. So uh, it's your boy, Calvin Leroy King, the third, my lovely co-host with the most of Miss Reese PC, the one and only, and we are the Undisputed King and Queen of Chicago Podcast. Check, Check us, us out. out.